0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Magnolia Beef and Seminary has top quality beef products that are raised right here in Mississippi. They also have fantastic gifts for every age. For the best beef in Mississippi and so much more, visit Magnolia Beef and Seminary or find us on Facebook. What's up? Good morning on a miserable and rainy and cold Tuesday morning. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you guys are with me on the morning live stream like you always are. And a bunch of things to talk about today. So I got three things for you. Number one, Tim Tebow is back in the NFL. I'm a hater. That's what I'm going to be labeled as this morning. I'm a hater because this is just yet another publicity stunt. Speaking of quarterbacks and returning to the NFL, Chad Kelly getting one more shot, maybe the final shot uh, to to make a team and show that he is capable of actually being an NFL quarterback. Chad Kelly is getting a tryout for the Packers this week. And um, we'll talk about that some, as well as ESPN, the end of an era at ESPN. They made a personnel decision yesterday Um, I mean, we've known this for a while, at least I think that we have. I I certainly have noticed it, but I mean, they have completely gone for a different direction from what really made that network great, uh, especially when I was growing up and um, just one more name from that golden era of ESPN gone. So we'll talk about all that this morning. Uh, But first, real quick, I want to remind you that this, uh, if you're watching live on stream, this does get uploaded in podcast form. Mike in the Morning in iTunes. My name will also turn up results in Spotify. Subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating, and a review. Also on YouTube, just that name right there. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, I cannot wait to do some things uh, this fall uh, that uh, I've got uh, prepared anyway for the YouTube channel. So uh, subscribe, stick around, and be looking forward to that. This also gets streamed on there as well, so if you're more of a YouTube person, You can find this there. And follow me on all the social media platforms. Just search my name. I'm not creative. Just search my name and you can find it there. We'll get started with JP and then I'll dive into uh, the content for today. He said, back and better than ever, good morning. We're going to chat about the 32-year-old retired AAA baseball player. Meyer has a combined 300 reception yards from a tight end on his roster currently. (laughs) Yeah, all right, so let's talk about that. Tim Tebow yesterday, breaking news from, yeah, I don't know if it's breaking. I mean, this was hinted on draft day, but news from ESPN, the Jacksonville Jaguars are expected to sign Tim Tebow as a tight end. Uh, Tim Tebow is going to be playing for his hometown team. He's from Jacksonville. Uh, The Jaguars are expected to sign him. He's 33 years old to a one-year contract later this week or early next week to play tight end, a position he never played even in high school obviously, or college, or his previous three-year stint in the NFL. Um, The deal has not been agreed to, but everything is expected to be a go. Obviously, he played for Urban Meyer at Florida, so there is the connection uh, between the two and really the only reason why he's getting the shot. Uh, I am always labeled a hater uh, for my Tebow takes, always, because... Him playing baseball. Now, let me start with this because it, it, it is important that everybody knows that I think that he is a good person. I do. I like him. Honestly, I know a lot of people don't like him on the, uh, the SEC, what is it, SEC Nation. Um, I like his energy. I think broadcasting needs more people that are happy to be there. I mean, journalism and sports media is just filled with cynics, and that's all we are, myself included at times. I mean, I can fall into that trap as well. We need more people like him in media that are happy to be there, that think sports are awesome, and that these players are awesome, and what a great day, because we're getting to talk about football and get paid for it. Or you guys, you know, talking to the viewers at home, you're about to go watch a football game. How cool is that? This is awesome. We need more of that energy in sports broadcasting. I like him. I think, well, it's it's a lot, but we need more of that than the cynicism that we get in this business often. I like him as a person. I actually um, knew somebody in college that had a personal relationship with him, and apparently behind the scenes, he is exactly what you would think he would be. He's authentic. So I like him as a person. What I'm about to say does not mean I don't like him as a person. However, this is another gimmick. It's a gimmick. It is an undeserved chance, a gimmick, a publicity stunt, whatever you want to call it, any Of those phrases that describe what this is, that implies it's not realistic, it's done because of a name and not because of ability, it is a publicity stunt, it is a gimmick, it is not a real football move, this this would not be happening if his name was not Tebow. Just like baseball, him playing baseball was a gimmick, it was a gimmick, he did not belong there. An impressive one if you think about it, because my gosh, I mean, he played college football. He didn't even play baseball in college, and to hit two twenty six in high A for somebody that's not a professional baseball player and didn't belong there is actually impressive. It's impressive that a guy that didn't play college baseball went to the minors and hit two twenty. It's impressive, but. 220 doesn't belong. Moving up as well, he, he moved up all the way up to AAA. Didn't belong there, but his last name got him there. And I especially didn't like the baseball side of things because my best friend in the world was a minor league baseball player. He actually belonged there. And minor league baseball is filled with a bunch of young guys that are just trying to make the show. And his presence there, a guy was 30 years old, that did not belong on the baseball field, was not good enough, did not have a realistic shot at playing Major League Baseball unless it was a gimmick, took a roster spot from somebody that actually deserved it, somebody that is actually a baseball player that can actually play professional baseball and do it well. Not somebody that's going to go to triple. Triple A deserved and hit 163. There are guys that deserved that spot over him. If his name was not Tebow, a 30 year old hitting one, what did I say it was? 163 is not going to stay in Triple A. They will cut him very soon. That doesn't play at that age and that skill level. That doesn't play, but because of his last name, it took a roster spot from somebody else. It was a publicity stunt. It was a gimmick. The same thing. Is happening here. Nine years, well, eight years and four months, I think, to this day, but it'll be nine years removed from the last time he has played professional football, not at tight end. Uh, This is happening again. This is another one. It's undue. It's undeserved. If his name wasn't Tebow, this wouldn't be happening. Maybe that makes me a hater. Maybe I am a hater. I just know that there are other people out there that have played the tight end position, that played it in college, that aren't almost a decade removed from playing professional football at a different position, that are not in their mid-30s or approaching their mid-30s, that can actually play tight end and know how to do it, and it's not a gimmick or a publicity stunt, but it actually can be somebody that can actually play the position of tight end. But we've got to... 30 plus year old former quarterback that hadn't played football in a decade getting a shot like this and it's undue you can simultaneously think that Tim Tebow's a good person a skilled person i mean not a ba- a guy that's not a good baseball player or, or didn't even play it in college had been years removed from baseball going to the minors and hitting 220 in his stint as a minor league baseball player, is very impressive. It is. It's very impressive. He didn't belong there. I'm sure he's in incredible shape right now. He doesn't belong playing tight end in the NFL. Doesn't belong there. And And spare me the whole, well, you know, great locker room guy. In the NFL, you only have 53 roster spots. Fewer than that are active on game day. You can't waste one of those spots on somebody for pump-up speeches. These are professionals, and there's not many of them. You, you can't have a spot given to somebody because they are really motivational. doesn't work like that. Not enough spots. If there were 85 spots, sure, maybe give one up to somebody who is only just a good person. But to me, there, I mean, there's no way, no possible way, that this happens to somebody who does not have that last name. There is no way the Jags would give a shot, a one-year deal, a tryout, whatever it is, to a 33-year-old quarterback who hadn't played the game in nine years. It's no shot. And... I, under, I I mean, I get it that there's a personal relationship and stuff. I understand what the Mets were doing because they probably sold a bunch of tickets at the minor league level. But there are people, not many, but there are people that are saying that this is anything other than just a publicity stunt. That's exactly what this is. JP says, Urban is going to use him to build his locker room. Will he play special teams? He was good to, uh, too good for it the first time around. Yeah, if he wanted, the, the first time he was in the NFL, if he would have accepted a Taysom Hill role, shoot, he might still be in the league. He's a good enough athlete, physical guy. I mean, he, he had the ability to become that if he wanted to. And Taysom Hill was trending on Twitter yesterday because people are drawing the comparisons between the two. Taysom Hill's faster. Taysom Hill has been playing football for the last nine years. And not much, but Taysom Hill's younger. <laughs> Taysom Hill's older than you think, even though he hadn't been in the league very long. Uh, he's older than you think. But no, they're they're not the same now at all. Um, but if he would have accepted that role early on, then yeah, he'd probably still be in the league. I just, I don't think, and, and maybe I'm off on this. I don't think you in the NFL, establish a locker room culture by bringing guys in that don't belong. I just don't think that it's different. These, these are professionals. These aren't 18 year old kids. These are adult men with wives and children. You know, they don't need a rah-rah guy in the locker room to build their culture. They've got, like I said they're professionals. Yeah, you get pregame speeches and stuff. Like DeMario Davis before the Saints play, he he gets them all fired up. Like th- th- there is an element to that. But DeMario Davis has a voice in that locker room because he can play. If he was just some nobody that was in his mid 30s that hadn't played the game in years, the team wouldn't listen to him. I don't know. That's just at that level with how limited roster spots are, with how cutthroat everything is, with how I know, I promise you, I guarantee that there are dozens and dozens of capable tight ends out there that could actually make a roster who have their livelihoods depending on it, who are younger, and they're possibly going to get passed over, maybe, for this. I don't know. That's just, that's not the way you build locker room culture in the NFL. You do it by getting players that are capable and winning it's it's not the same as college these are these are grown men mostly in the n f l um what is urban meyer doing though I, I mean it's not been off to a good start between hiring the former Iowa strength coach that got fired for reasons you guys remember and hiring him to be the strength coach for an NFL team and had to quickly like within 24 hours end that relationship because of how mad it made everybody within that organization to hire somebody with that kind of uh, toxic past. And then on draft day, and this is Kirk Herbstreet talking, this isn't urban, but Street said that urban is going to build in Jacksonville the same way he did at Ohio State, by getting better players than everybody else and having good culture. Good luck. And then he called Travis Etienne a third down back, and now he's bringing in Tim Tebow. What is he doing? Do you see anybody else in the NFL doing it this way? Do you see any other organization doing it this way? There, there's a reason. And I, I Again, I... I think it's going to fail. I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. Uh, I think that um, his floor is very, very high. But this isn't Ohio State, and this isn't Florida. I'm aware that he was successful at Utah, and and that's a different animal, and Bowling Green, and that's a different animal. But this is the NFL, and his team is going to be worse than almost every team that they play this year, talent-wise. The is in Ohio State where you, you just go get the best players in the country and you have a tough road game at Northwestern coming up in a few weeks after you play Hawaii and Miami of Ohio. It's different. You've got to out-scheme people. And even if you out-scheme people, it still might not be enough. But, hey, it, at least you got a 33-year-old quarterback. jp says if he can catch i would have taken him over dan arnold in the nfc championship game in 2018 and over jared cook several times if he can catch (laughs) um yeah yeah jared cook man um could you imagine how different everything would be right now if he doesn't fumble going into the end zone against the bucks i don't think the saints win the super bowl because you know breeze's arm was dead but we're we're not talking about Tom Brady winning his. That uh, that would be something, though, wouldn't it? Again, good dude, really, really skilled guy. I mean, what he did in the minors, although I don't think he belonged, he didn't belong. That spot would not have been given to anybody else. He showed that he's got some talent. I mean, he's a talented guy. I like his energy. I like him as a person. Let's call it what it is. It's a gimmick. It's a publicity stunt. Again, an undue chance again. Both of those things can be true at the same time. Speaking of getting chances, Chad Kelly. Swag Kelly is back and um, getting a shot. Getting a shot, and that's about, about all he can ask for. So the Packers are bringing in two quarterbacks because, first of all, reports are out that – and it's all anonymous reporting of people that have seen Packers practice and stuff like that. So take it for what it's worth. But apparently Jordan Love is very far away from being a starting quarterback in the NFL, Uh, a real one, a good one. And who could have seen that coming when you drafted a guy you didn't need in the first round when you needed wide receiver help and you had an MVP caliber guy and – you. Anyway, who could have seen that coming? So there's no real confidence that Rodgers is going to show up in Green Bay. Uh There's no confidence in Jordan Love to be the next guy in Green Bay, so they're bringing in some guys for tryouts. Kurt Benkert is one of the two. And Chad Kelly, former Ole Miss quarterback Chad Kelly, who's himself um, getting up there in age, a little bit anyway. I think I'm older than Chad Kelly, though. How old is he? I think he's like 27. Um uh, I think I'm older than him. Yeah, he's 27. So uh, I am almost two years on the nose older than Chad Kelly. So he just turned 27. So he's not that old, but he's getting up there. And uh, there's only two quarterbacks on the roster right now. Again, they're not very confident in love. We'll see if Rogers shows up. So they, they need another quarterback. So this is a real shot for Chad Kelly to get back on a roster. And the thing about him, every time I see his name pop up, every time somebody brings him up in conversation, um, I think the season he had at Ole Miss, and I know this is blasphemy blasphemy for some because Manning is always the answer. I think Chad Kelly had the single best season at the quarterback position in the history of Ole Miss football. Um, He was unbelievable. And it's not like it's a Chris Leak situation where he was good in college, Leak was good in college, won a national championship, didn't get a shot in the NFL because he just didn't have what it took to be an NFL quarterback. Troy Smith, Heisman Trophy winner, got a shot in the NFL, a cup of coffee, but just didn't, he just didn't have it, didn't have enough to really be an NFL quarterback. That is not applicable to Chad Kelly. He has the skill set and everything to be an NFL quarterback, just upstairs, just couldn't get it right. And if this doesn't work and, you know, maybe it does. I hope it does. It'd be great for content. But um, you will always be reminded about how close he was to being the starter in Denver. And I think he would still be the starter in Denver to this day if he doesn't uh, find himself entering the wrong house and getting chased out of that house with a vacuum cleaner hose. Um, I think he'd still be starting in Denver today. He has got everything skill-wise to be uh, an NFL quarterback, a starter in the NFL he's got it all and um if this doesn't work yeah, that's just how that's how he'll be remembered as a guy that w- was great in college that had that and just couldn't couldn't piece it together upstairs but it's a shot it's a shot on a team with quarterback issues right now and um if he's in shape he he belongs on an NFL roster he's that skilled But with backups, as you guys know, they can't be causing problems. So maybe that's why he's uh, been left out of the league, because it's not skill set. It's not ability at all. It's just upstairs. But he gets a shot. So uh, good to see Swag Kelly back in an NFL uniform. Um, It doesn't exactly, I I don't know when their OTA start, but uh, you'll start getting footage and stuff of Chad Kelly here pretty soon. Back in the league. So last thing for you, uh, this news broke yesterday. Again, I don't know if it's new breaking news or anything like that. But Kenny May uh, announced on Twitter yesterday, he said he's leaving ESPN. He was a salary cap casualty is how he described it. Um, he thanked a lot of people, but Kenny May has, uh, has been let go or his contract not renewed at ESPN. And they've already completely gone away from what made them great. But this is just another example uh, among many of that golden era of ESPN being gone. I remember my parents putting me to bed, and then me getting out of bed and sneaking into the bonus room to put on ESPN, so I could watch the same hour or hour and a half of Sports Center over and over again because they had everything. It, it was it was perfect sports programming. It was entertaining. It was fun. It was passionate. Uh, they were funny. They were loose, and most importantly they treated every team and every game and every sport like it mattered. It it felt like what they were doing had purpose. Yeah, they had the the Stuart Scott, uh, may he rest in peace, uh, all his taglines, which, you know, drew you in. But when it got down to it, he was clearly a professional with passion and energy, and every team and every player mattered. And you got that with Dan Patrick and even Keith Olbermann, who's lost his mind lately. Uh, But Kenny Mayne was in that group. Um, Scott Van Pelt was, I mean, he's still around, but Wingo's gone. I mean, all, all these guys that made ESPN really, truly the gold standard in sports media. That's what it was. It was the gold standard. Everybody, growing up, when I realized that I wanted to be in sports media, it was, I want to work at ESPN. I don't care what I'm doing. I just want to work there. I want to move to Bristol, even though it's cold and it snows all the time. That's where I want to be, is Bristol, Connecticut, working at ESPN. Those letters carried so much weight. They were it. They were everything because the way they covered sports was perfection. Like I keep saying, energy, passion, humor, and every team and player and organization and sport mattered. And now that's just, it's gone. SVP still does a really good job on his sports center. Um, but now it's unrecognizable. It's completely unrecognizable, um, It's a shame, really, because, I, I mean, I, I've lost my desire to work there, if you can believe it. I'm I'm in sports media. I'm On the radio side of things, ESPN has completely fallen off a cliff. Fox owns them in the ratings. Fox Sports Radio owns them in the ratings completely. Um, and I, I don't, not like I would ever get there anyway, but I wouldn't want to sit across from another guy and manufacture fake screaming matches every morning. It's just a shame what they've become. And there's no way, absolutely no way, that what they have pivoted to, what they decided to become, is more profitable than what they were. But they pivoted away from news and analysis and covering the country, being the worldwide leader. Um, what they've become now is... I mean, they went political. They went, embraced debate, and they let social media drive conversations. It's just not the same. And then you'll have people like Stephen A. Smith. Will spend five minutes on ESPN talking about Dame Lillard and how nobody cares about Portland, and he should force his way out to be a Nick. The Knicks who have been bad, I don't remember the New York Knicks being good. They haven't won anything since I can remember anyway. They're garbage. They're poorly run. They're poorly owned. They have a good team this year, but that's what they've become. That never would have happened at ESPN when these guys were there. You know what they would have done? They would have showed you the greatness of Dame Lillard every night. They wouldn't have encouraged him to go play for the bad Knicks. They wouldn't have forced all these moves. They wouldn't have said that nobody cares about John Morant to Memphis because he's in Memphis. They wouldn't have spent two years talking about how Giannis needs to go play for the Lakers. That's, that's what they do. It's, they care about New York and California and not really anything else in between. It's garbage what they've become, and it's a shame. JP says, yeah, Wingo gone boomer only on during the season with Booger and now Kenny Maine." I'm like you. A small part of my childhood dies with this news. I, I I will never forget defying bedtime to go watch Sports Center. And they just they gave you so much more. Like you knew so much more about what was going on back then. Craig says nothing like watching Sports Center five times in a row when you were ten years old. Yeah, in case you missed something, right? <laughs> it, it was always the same episode, but you never know. Um, this is Sports. Center commercials are gone now, too. Yeah, those are the best. I mean, everything they did um, was just the gold standard. And, and they're not anymore. They're not. And they're going to change their, their morning show radio lineup again. Because they're getting smoked. Barstool absolutely owns them. If you asked the average 18 to 20 or 18 to 38-year-old guy, Do you listen to ESPN programming or Barstool podcast? I I promise you more of them say Barstool. Fox owns them on the radio. Barstool owns them in content. The only thing they've got right now is live sports, and they'll always have that, especially with Disney's backing. But on the programming side, on the news side, I I read The Athletic every day. I I don't go to ESPN for, for my news anymore. I get it elsewhere. It's a shame. And uh, Kenny Main going has uh, just highlighted uh, the pivot that they made and the bad decision that it was. And instead of trying to go back and, and doing it the right way, they're stuck. It's really sad. I grew up wanting to be there, man. I, I would write all over my notebooks. I, I would write ESPN all over them because that's what I wanted to be. It's a shame. It's a real shame. But anyway. All right, guys, that's it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for uh, letting me wax poetic this morning about my childhood and sports programming. But man, when I saw that, I just bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. That's why you never let social media drive your decisions as a company because it's not real life. The average guy gets home from work, wants to pop open a beer and kick his feet up and find out about the sports news of the day. They don't want to find out about who said what on Instagram and why uh, this star should go to that big market instead of where they are. And nobody wants to hear that. That's why they're tuning out. so All right, y'all. Y'all have a good day. Um, enjoy the rain. We're going to have a pretty crummy day out there uh, today and tomorrow. So, um... Try to enjoy it, and uh, I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow. I'm leave my down on this floor. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.